Hi, Kirby. Hi, Sarah. Welcome, Welcome to, to Los Angeles. Welcome, Glamgelinos. We hope you stay a while. <laughs> this message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hello, hello, hello. Is, is anybody I- tired of Barbie yet? Is it too much Barbie? Is it too much? I think it's because we're, well, especially you, are like in it that it seems like a lot. But I feel like for most people who are not working in entertainment or media are probably enjoying seeing all of it, like in bits and pieces. Kirby is also saying this as she is in a Barbie. Where are you exactly in your Zoom? I'm in Barbie's dream house. Right. Okay. So Barbie's dream house. She has a very open interior plan. The whole vibe of Barbie Barbie land is you can see in everybody's houses because why would there be anything to hide? Right. True. So it's so it's so interesting to now watch because Zoe is entering like her Barbie phase, I think. I was going to ask, like, is she into Barbie? Yes. I was like, wait, this is way too early. And of course, like, I think her prime years are, you know, maybe next year and year in the next years to come. Because like for me, it was probably like, what, six, seven, eight. But she's starting to now play with all the dolls, brush their hair. And then whenever she sees like Barbie signage and she saw like the billboard with Margot on it and she immediately knew and she was like, that's Barbie. I want to watch that. And I was like, okay, well, you can't, but you have a million Barbie shows you can watch on Netflix. I don't know if you've watched any of those, Kirby, you have to watch. (laughs) So as one would imagine, the Barbie, modern Barbie of 2020s, she's a vlogger. Okay. Wow. Yes. Yeah. She's an influencer. She's a blogger. And so each episode, she has to come up with content to record and post. And she's got friends who are like helping her. I I almost can't watch it because I'm like, this is too much. You know what I mean? It's too um, meta that Barbie is a, is, a, meta. is a content creator. I mean, I listen, respectable career choice should yes. you want to be a vlogger. <laughs> However, I do think that we have enough of those right? and we really need to get back to Barbie doctors, astronauts, the Barbie makeup artist has a cut crease. She has like graphic liner. Oh my gosh. That's so cool. And blue hair. Love it. I will say there was an episode we were watching where (laughs) it was like mermaids or something. I don't know. And the, the, the bad person in the show had this edgy haircut and, you know, was sort of like punkish looking. And I was like, that's not nice. (laughs) I see what you're doing here, but that's not nice. The hairstyles to depict villains strike again. (laughs) It's blonde versus brunette. Were they brunette? 
well, it was dark. She was not blonde. I think there was like a, you know, a blue streak in her hair. I can't remember exactly. I'm going to send it to you. She's alternative. Um, but I have to send you the link to this one, or the, this one episode where she's trying to go viral and <laughs> she has a friend who's like really good and obsessed with analytics. And she's like watching Barbie's videos like spike and she's like okay we have to like strike while the iron's hot we have to do another video like this it's just you're just like do oh my the God, children understand what's happening Analytics? For, sh- for sure zoe has no idea what's going on but perhaps seven year olds maybe do i don't know it's weird and made me feel weird i was saying about barbie so barbie <laughs> spans five generations boomers gen x millennials gen z and gen alpha which is what zoe falls into okay it's crazy patrick's goddaughters were here a couple weeks ago and i took them to world of barbie and like had them make their own barbies at the end oh my god fun one is i believe seven and the other is 11 okay like the 11 year old was at first acting a little too cool like like, why am i here but then she like secretly was loving it and the seven-year-old was like all in immediately (laughs) yeah and it was kind of crazy to see how this doll has been a staple for all of these different generations to play with and see as either as inspiration and then also how the doll has just evolved. Oh my gosh. Barbie used to have friends that were that looked different than her. And they had different names. So like Teresa was yes. the Hispanic one. Yep. There was Christy who was black. Uh-huh. And then there was Midge, her best friend. And Midge was created because Barbie was deemed like sexual. And so they were like, we need to make her less sexual. So they gave her a best friend named Midge. And Midge was discontinued in 1967, eight years after Barbie was born. So <laughs> they had a they had a uh, to sever their friendship. But it was now an Asian Barbie, which I can't even like, I, I was like, remember. I'm pretty I sure I so. had one, but I can't even, there's nothing. I thought Teresa was the Asian Barbie, but then I was reading and she was, she's, people were like, oh, we, they can't decide if she's Hispanic or Italian. And I'm like, Those she's are like racially ambiguous, yes. just other, she's other, she's other, she, she's not black. She's not white. She's racially ambiguous. I loved my Teresa Barbie doll growing up because obviously yeah. I identified with her. I mean, as if I could identify with either Barbies, but right right with her because she had brown hair but what's crazy is that barbie now all of them are named barbie they don't have specific yeah that's everybody is that's why the whole marketing is like hi barbie because literally everybody's named barbie i was so confused by that but that totally makes sense um and then also looking at so zoe has a lot of hand-me-down barbies from my niece whose mom my sister used to work at Mattel for like over a decade. Yes. When, when Michelle got married, however many, 20 years ago, we all got our own Barbies as a bridesmaid. Cute. Cute. So I have my Barbie and she looks, I mean, I don't know if she really looks like me, but anyways, to see the evolution too, of the body shapes, obviously we know that like Barbie's waist is not as, you know, uh, small as it used to be. Some of the Barbie dolls have hips. Uh, but I will say some of them, the newer ones look like they're YouTube makeup artists. Oh, very intense contouring. 
in 2017, somebody commented on a YouTube video being like, you remind me of this Barbie and like sent a link. And I went to look at it and it was a Barbie that had the most extreme microbladed looking brows with blonde <laughs> hair. And she was a curvy Barbie. And I looked at it and I was like, I actually think that this looks like me. And now when I look at it, like it, or when I yeah. look at it, I obviously don't look like her because I don't have blonde hair anymore, like yeah. platinum blonde hair. But I'm like, if there was a brunette curvy Barbie, I, this could be me. This yeah, I need so to now I'm like to on a hunt to find a brunette curvy Barbie. Oh my gosh, no, we need them to make you a custom Barbie after all this content you've made for them. Well, okay, so I actually talked to Amy Lou about this because Amy Lou has a Barbie yes. likeness after herself, and I was like, I want to talk to you for a story I'm writing. You have your own Barbie. She's like, it's not up for sale. Like it's not a Barbie you can buy. It's a Barbie where Barbie reached out for, I think AAPI month and was like, we want to make a Barbie in your likeness. And so they send you all of these Barbie heads on a stick and make you pick like, okay, which one looks most like you? And then what color hair? And Amy admittedly was like, none of these really look at me. Look yeah. at me. This one maybe. And then they put to get her together in this outfit. And the outfit is like this purple pantsuit that like is very Amy. It's very tower 28. Yeah. She was saying that, you know, it was exciting because Barbie was working with me and wanted to do this, but it's not like you can go out and buy that doll. Also, Amy made a really good point when she, when she was little, she like, you know, didn't like Barbie didn't look like her but then they had this global line and so she was gifted this by someone and it was like Barbie in a kimono and she's like um I'm from Minnesota and I'm not even (laughs) Japanese (laughs) like what are we doing here oh my god so she was just saying that it has advanced so much you know Barbie totally did get a bad rap she's anti-feminist the whole conversation and discourse around Barbie being anti-feminist led them to have her break up with Ken in 2004. And then everyone was outraged that she would get rid of him. So then they brought him back together in 2011. (laughs) This is wild. Barbie has her own (laughs) lifetime. She's 60 something years old. She's 60. She's as old as my mom. She was born the same year as my mom, 1959. She looks great. You know, the doll that Barbie was modeled after? No. So Barbie originally was modeled after a comic book character called Build Lily. And or the character's name was Lily, but with the comic, I think, was Build something or another. German comic. In the comics, Lily was a call girl. She was kind of like voluptuous oh. and she would seduce men. Okay. And so then the Germans decided to make a doll in her likeness as a gag gift. It's been blown out of proportion. They said she's a sex doll. She's not a sex doll. It's just like she's a very promiscuous doll okay. that is given out as gag gifts around Germany. But when Ruth Handler, I guess, visited Germany and saw this doll, she liked it and thought, okay, why are little girls playing with baby dolls and being mothers mm-hmm. when they could be like an adult doll and have a job? So that very first Barbie doll in the black and white swimsuit, that doll is based off of the Build Lily. Got character. it. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I know. So she has very Barbie historian. A little promiscuous beginnings, if okay. you will. But I kind of liked it because it was like in the comic, she wasn't. I think they called her a call girl. So like maybe she was selling herself for sex. And if she is like, 
which also great to you. Yeah, yeah. Like sex work is work. She was getting her way through her looks and using that to her advantage. It wasn't the other way around. So it's right. like, you know, okay. Get it, Barb. Wow. I know. Well, I have not seen it yet, but I'm excited to see it with you. And you're not taking, you're not going to take Zoe. No, no. Cause it's PT 13 too, right? <laughs> there is a, there is a curse word, um, but they bleep it. And okay. it's really funny who it comes from. I would like, I think I'll wait to, until it's streaming. Okay. I don't think she could sit through it. Got it. Okay. You know, I, I'll see it on, you know, with you on my own by myself and then make it, make a game time decision. But I have, I didn't even think I could bring her to a Little Mermaid yet. Ah, uh, okay. I think it's just too long. Yeah. Okay. I get it. The theater yeah. thing. And the also lead, yeah. truly the movie is made for millennials. It's yeah, not, it's not for the her. kids are Sorry, not going to get it. It's they're not going to get it. Like yeah. they're going to like it. Cause it's pretty and Barbies, yeah. the, all the Barbies are pretty, but she's not right. going <laughs> to truly understand the existential crises that Barbie exactly. has in this movie. Yes. Love that. Okay. Let us know your Barbie thoughts. If you have any in particular, because truly she's a controversial figure. Some people love her. Some people hate her. Some people are sick and tired of her. Some people want more Barbie content. So would love to hear more. All right. We were on hiatus last week because we were, well, not last week, but the week before, because we were traveling. We both just happened to be on trips to Asia, which was very exciting, except we went to different places. Sarah went to Korea and I went to Singapore. And yes. while we were there, we got to explore our respective cities. And I came home with so many beauty products. Sarah got these incredible treatments. And so we figured we would do an episode dedicated individually to the places that we went. So we're going to kick off the, this episode with Sarah's trip to Korea. And then you'll have to tune in on Friday and get the tea on Singapore. And we're doing this because splitting them means that we can make the headline centralized on the specific place we went. And that is good for SEO. And if anything, we like good search engine optimization. It's also, yeah, I love a part two. We're doing two parters here. So Sarah, okay. Tell us about Korea. Where did you stay? How long were you there? Okay. So I, I went to South Korea in case that wasn't obvious. I went with Glow Recipe. No, you went to North Korea. <laughs> yeah. So surprise. Were you were, undercover was that a part of like a, journalism? Undercover, yes. Pro- propaganda. <laughs> Some kind of propaganda there. No, 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 no. Did not go there. Uh, I went to South Korea, <laughs> which has been Seoul has been like on my bucket list for a really, really long time. Uh, as you know, a beauty journalist and being a K-beauty fan. And so Glow Recipe offered me this opportunity to take a tour of their labs. They have a new launch coming at the end of the year that is actually really, really good. But mm. we won't talk about that until until it comes out. Okay. But it was really fun for me to see how it's all made and have some time with Christine, one of the co-founders. Because as listeners know, not all of the Glow Recipe products many of them don't really work for Kirby and me. So it was really nice to be able to have the opportunity to try a lot of the products again and learn about it. And again, see the labs. It wasn't just that I got to go gallivant around Seoul with Stevie, 
who is their head of PR and also Yasmin, who is head of content. And it was so much fun because even though I was only there for like not even a full four days, I feel like we covered so much ground and I am just excited at hopefully my next trip to Korea because I feel like more prepared. But okay, if you are going to Seoul and you have never been to Seoul, there are four places that I think you really need to hit up. Okay. First one being Olive Young, which is their huge, huge beauty retailer. Okay. It's the biggest beauty retailer in Korea. There's over 1,200 stores across South Korea. There's, I think, 150 stores internationally, which I'm like, where is there one in the United States? I don't, I don't think so. No. It feels like an Ulta Sephora meets CVS because it's definitely like it doesn't have your Solwasu. It's not going to have some of the more, I actually don't, the one that I went to did not have it. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that the reason people go to Olive Young is because it is more got that drugstore vibe, like an Ulta vibe where it's got like mastige, but also drugstore. So that's why it's got the the CVS feel. So maybe it's like a Target Um, (laughs) because they also have like snacks. Too, it sounds like it's more like, like a tar- like an Ulta. Yeah, it is. It does definitely feels like an Ulta. But then, like some of the locations uh, offer diptyque and Ooh. like Mac and Too Faced. So there's also other like brands outside of Korean beauty. But obviously, they mostly carry Korean beauty, skincare, body care, perfumes, makeup, all of the things. And it was almost like so overwhelming when we walked in because it was a Monday night. And it was like nine something. So we were like, oh, it's like not going to be busy. It was so packed. What? <laughs> yeah. Like I was like, what? And it was even, it was even like not, not a major Olive Young uh, location. Like I think it was probably one of their smaller stores and it was packed and there was a line and there were so many people shopping and swatching and it was so, it was so bananas. I definitely got that vibe from like Seoul in general it's just obviously it is a big beauty city like it is quote unquote the beauty capital of the world right like everyone loves beauty there and and you could tell because people were shopping for sunscreen at 9 30 p.m on a monday night so they also sell like vitamins and supplements they had a huge little like or a huge little they had this little beauty of joseon stand with all the products so I I bought a bunch of sunscreen. Julian Sass was like, get the aerosol sunscreens because you can't get that here. So I was like, okay, I'm going to get those. What do you um, mean? Okay. So can you explain that? Because I yes. saw you post about that, but I was like, what do you mean we can't get aerosol sunscreens? He said a lot of other things you can find from other retailers, but aerosols are nearly impossible to get internationally. I think he meant from specific brands. But okay. the ones that I got were not, I, I actually, I've never heard of these brands before. And one was actually like a specific Olive Young sunscreen brand. Okay. So that's what he meant. But so I got those. One of the things that I love from K-Beauty is their, their lip tints are my favorite. I don't know why they make them differently here, <laughs> but I don't know if it's because I'm, I'm like, maybe I'm Asian and I have like m- my lips are 
different or something, but just the way that they, they are made there, it, it lasts on my lips. The color is super flattering. I got one from Peripera and then I got one from, is this brand called Wake Wake? Wake Make? And they're, they're just so cheap. They're like less than $10 and I literally wear them every single day. So all that to say, if you are looking for beauty, you will know this, not just from me, head to Olive Young, get all your shopping done there. They do have a website. Yes, I'm on it. Yes. So you can buy Korean beauty products from Olive Young. I think it's probably marked up a little bit and then you have to pay for shipping. I think you have to spend over $60. And then, you know, like a lot of other sites, uh, like Stylevana, obviously you can get the same products there. Uh, But if you wanted to check out all of Young's curation, you can definitely head to their website. So that was just like a really fun experience to like be among the people. (laughs) Right. I wish I wish I would have told you to get me a sun cushion. Because I was looking nonstop for one in Singapore and they don't have them. Kirby, I was also looking, but I, I didn't look closely enough at the Olive Young because I was like, oh, I'm going to like go, I'm going to go again and find one. And I had no time, but I did find this other one at like an expensive mall and I didn't get it because it was expensive, (laughs) but yeah, sun cushions, especially in Korea are like really, really popular. And I guess they also are really popular for kids. And I was like, that's so genius because it's so hard to put sunscreen on children. So that is one, the one thing that I also did not get. Maybe we can find some on Olive Young and bulk buy. Yeah. I'm looking at them now. And for those oh, you of you who may not know what we're talking about, it's essentially a cushion compact foundation that you would apply to your face. But then instead of it being a shade, like a foundation, it's just truly sunscreen. sunscreen. And the reason yeah. why, you know, I've seen online like, oh, we can't get those here in the US. You can just like squirt your sunscreen into an empty compact and like do it that way and you don't do that because sunscreen is tested within the package it's in so you are risking creating less and a less efficacious product if you do that so totally you go to korea stock up on these sun compacts like get one and then get all the refills that you can yeah okay the next place you have to hit up is oracle clinic which is the largest plastic surgery and uh, dermatology clinic in South Korea. It's like, it's like famous and also infamous. I think, Mm. I think everyone from, you know, just nor the normies in, in, in Seoul go there to like the K-pop stars, politicians. It felt very much like more like a medical clinic than like a, even like a med spa. Like, Like it didn't feel very fancy or anything like that, which it was fine. Like I wasn't looking for, you know, a bougie spa experience. I honestly didn't know what to expect, but it is more uh, like a med spa than like a spa spa or a, clin- a dermatology clinic, I should say. I walk in and there are books laying on the table of like before and afters. And it's just like crazy where it's, it's like no apologies. This is what this person used to look like. And this is what they look like now. And it's just like a crazy transformation. Wow. Patrick replied to my story and he was like laughing and I was like should I come back looking like an anime character (laughs) because that would have been a choice 
Kirby and I think on like one episode we talked about how it would be so much fun to go to Korea and do like a a trip where a beauty trip, which they offer where you can go to an Oracle clinic, get all your treatments done, plastic surgery, stay at a nice hotel and then fly back. Wow. Which I was talking to my mom and she's like, oh, I want to do that. So anyways, so there's like the before and after books and then all these people in the waiting room have the numbing cream on their face with like the like on it just waiting oh my god this is a if this was a thursday at lunchtime and it was packed which again i'm like what are these people doing are they just here on their lunch break and christine was like yeah people just come in to like get a laser get a facial during lunch and then you know go back to work or go on with their day it was packed it was two floors and the first thing that you do is you get a consultation and we got a consultation with like the man who owns the, the clinic. And he was like, well, what are your concerns? Christine was translating. And I was like, oh, you know, like, and so he was suggesting Botox and I was like, I will not, I will not be getting Botox here. One, I'm breastfeeding. And two, if I got it Uh without Kirby, she would be so upset. No, I would actually be excited if you got it in uh, South Korea, but, but I also, understand the breastfeeding thing is big. Th- that, But then also like, here's one thing. They, so many of them spoke great English, obviously, but like I have so many questions when I'm getting stuff done and they weren't able to answer all of them. So it made me, you know, it's like, you nervous. know, you just feel yeah. a little nervous. So yeah. anyways, he's, he's looking at my face and he was telling me like, I should get Botox here. <gasps> yeah. Like he was like going after masseter? me. Yeah. Yes. He's my masseter. And I was like, Oh wow. Like, and Christine was like, I don't think you should, I don't think you should do that. Blah blah blah. And I was like, I'm not ready for that right now. But then he, the whole clinic was promoting this new radio frequency treatment called 10 Therma, okay. which is similar to Thermage but they say that it is more effective and less painful. Interesting. Yeah. It's only, I think, available in Korea at this time, but I think Kirby's gotten Thermage before. I have not, but I think it might be similar in that it's the, it's like very, very hot. It's like regenerating collagen through heat, correct? Thermage is, there is a heat component to it, but it's more of like this deep radio frequency. Yes. I have had treatments that are, are like deep heat and you have to be numb to the high heavens because it gets so hot. Yeah. But I believe Thermage is more focused on the radio radio frequency. It was radio frequency then? Yeah, it is. It's radio frequency, but apparently they've been able to figure out. And I think it has to do with the tip size. Maybe it was so hard because the videos were in Korean, so I couldn't really understand it. And then there's like a cooling which I don't know if Thermage does too. So it like- I can't remember if Thermage Okay, so well, first of all, they numb your face. They numbed my face. And I was still really, really nervous because I was like, what is on a scale of one to 10? Like how much pain is it? And he was like a five. And I was like, okay, but I have like, I have no No context. context. No context whatsoever. Like I've never gotten Thermage. I barely like get any like painful laser treatments or anything like that. So I was really nervous, but so- they do half of your face first. And the woman, you know, is very sweet. And she was just like, if it's too painful, let me know. And it started out. So she, so they put like this cooling liquid and then they take the pen and then they like press it over your face. And then I think when it, it hits like a, or reaches like a certain pressure, then you, it's like a, you know, you, it almost feels like yes. it takes a picture or something, uh-huh. Yeah, you know? 
And then she like does it over like kind of like a, she's like sculpting my cheekbone, you know. Yep. She asked if I wanted her to do my forehead and I asked her not to because I just was too scared because whenever I get microneedling on my forehead, it's like way too, it's so painful. So I was like, I can only imagine. Yeah. Uh, but Stevie got it done on his forehead and so did Yasmin and they said it and it ended up being fine. So I was like, ah, maybe next time. But basically it, I would say it was probably like for me, I have a pretty high tolerance for pain, but I would say it was, so I was pro- probably like a seven like a six or a seven at the worst. It was seven once maybe after the first 10 minutes, it wasn't really that painful anymore. And maybe it was also because of the numbing. It gets to about 140 degrees at its hottest. Okay. So like hot, but like, I don't know, not too hot. Right. And then they cool it down. And then they did the other, the other half of my face. So in total, it was probably like around 30 to 40 minutes. And then after that, I got a facial and they did the LED light to sort of help. And then I got like a rubber mask, little facial massage, like the whole like Korean facial experience. There was no downtime after I was not red. And it was hard for me to like see immediately the results. But then Stevie and Yasmin were like, oh my God, your cheekbones are like snatched. Like you look so good and then you know I was like looking I was like I guess I could see like my line a little bit more mm-hmm. and then similar to Thermage it um you're supposed to see results like over the next six months it's something you're supposed to get like every six months so uh Glow Recipe was very very generous and they gifted me the treatment but I think that it is probably a quarter of the price of like what you would get uh here in the states I so they don't offer 10 Therma but let's say how much is Thermage do you know it's like it depends on where you go, obviously, but yeah, like ballpark. So I think that this 10 Thermo treatment is probably around like five and $600. Okay. So like way more on the cheap, not affordable, but like the cheaper side. Yes. On the cheaper side where I see why people would rather just book a flight to Seoul and get all their treatments done. Yeah. Like like all at the same time. All at the same time. Yeah. Because it's like a, a fraction of the price. So you could do that. You could get all the plastic surgery that you want, but we were in now there in like an hour and a half. It was great. That's crazy. It sounds very much almost like going to the dentist or something. Like there's not like a lot of totally circumstance. It's just, you show up and yep. you're, you know what you want and you're in and out. Yep. It's like no frills. They play like some music, but like, it's not like a true spa experience, but I, really enjoyed it. And I wish that I had longer time in Korea so that I could do more treatments. So definitely book a treatment there. Okay. Now I want to know about your nails. Cause you got okay. an Epic manicure. Yes. Okay. And I feel like if you're going to get nail art, you should be definitely getting it in Seoul. Yes. So you have to go to Unistella's nail salon. Unistella is like their f- most famous celebrity Korean nail artist. She became famous like years and years ago for her shattered glass nails, which I think everyone remembers. Her shattered glass nails moment, I feel like was during the height of the nail art movement yes. you know, for, for beauty. Like it was like, everyone was like, what can I do to step up my nail game? And she was, she just had like the craziest but coolest nail art design. So it was just like so much fun to follow her. She also famously does all of Blackpink's nails. Like she goes on tour with them. She doesn't just 
you know, um, design on like press on nails and then like puts them on. Like she sits with each of them for two hours and does their nails probably multiple times a week. So it's like wild. And if you look at the girls' nails, like it's like part of their personalities, you know? Mm -hmm. So she's just incredibly talented. Um, I had the chance to meet her one time when she was in LA, like probably five years ago. So it had been forever since I had seen her. Um, And she has just this super cute, very, very cool uh, nail salon on top of this hill in Seoul. And, you know, you might not be able to get her when you're there, but all of her, her team, um, they're super, super talented and you could get like the craziest designs. Um, So definitely hit that place up. Do you know the cost for a typical manicure? I would say it was, it'd probably be like between a hundred to like, you know, 300 if you get like a really, really crazy design. Okay. But you're going, you're going for art. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Not like your basic Manny. Yeah. I mean, you could, but like, why would you, you know, right. you got to right. do something fun. And then last but not least. So there is a brand called Gentle Monster in Korea that is known for their sunglasses. Okay. And the man who started Gentle Monster, like has become like incredibly successful because of the brand uh, and then has started other brands one of them being um, a brand called tambourines okay and it is like a fancy perfume brand and it, it's very similar to like a diptyque um or le labo or brayredo sort of that feel but then if it, it's like a little bit it's got that like korean edge okay. um like korea was just like so cool I don't know how else to describe it but like everyone was so cool and fashionable like even the men were wearing platform sneakers and they all looked like k-pop stars they just are really lean into the fashion and technology and beauty like it was just so much fun like you would have so much fun there Um, and then also the food the stores are like very experiential when you walk in so like you walk into tambourines and there is this like mechanical horse that looks real and you're like what is what is that like I have no idea (laughs) and then the the way that the they're they set up like the station so that you can test the fragrances it just feels so luxe and modern and then the packaging of these perfumes and hand creams are just so so cute and really really chic and then to top it all off the scents so I was talking to Christine about this and she was like I think like Asian people really like the citrusy clean fragrances like the those sorts of notes and I was like oh my god that's my favorite like is it like that's why I freaking love this store because like so many of their scents were like exactly that like it was just like so crisp so clean a lot of citrus notes but then like packaged in these like really really cool containers and then they were also like not that expensive like you could get a hand cream for 20 or 30 dollars oh I was really devastated because I was like, oh, I'm going to go back and pick up this one fragrance. I got a sample of it and I was like, I need to wear it around to see if I really like it. And yeah, surprise I did. So all of that to say is when you're traveling, just buy the thing. Yeah. You might not be able to go back. 
wait, I'm obsessed with this place. I just went to their Instagram and I'm yeah. looking. So they did a collab with Jenny or maybe she's the face yep. of them. Yeah. Yep. She's like from, an ambassador. Yeah. From Blackpink, but she, I'm looking. So they have this perfume balm that yep. looks so luxe. It looks like a lipstick. It's so yes. cute. It like, look- looks like, um, what's the brand Kirby, uh, with the two, the twin sisters, the DJ. Oh, Simi Hayes. Simi Hayes. So yeah, it looks a little bit like Simi Hayes packaging this like perfume bomb. I bought one of those. So cute. And then even just the perfumes, like there's one called the shell Mm -hmm. and it has this kind of granite look. And then there is one that says, it says the perf- it says perfume shell X discovery set. Find the fragrance that suits you best with the perfume shell X object discovery set. And it looks like they look like shells. Yeah. They're like little shells. And then the way that you, yes. And the way that you dispense it is you press on both sides and then like a little bit comes out. It's just like, just very, everything, like I said, is so cool. It's very it's so artistic. Cool. I mean, this this is so freaking cute they have this set and it's a perfume soap and tray set and they look like little walnuts little, so or little cute. seeds seashells and seashells oh man this yeah this is bomb I know cool. so I'm hoping that I think you might be able to shop on their website and then they have some they have uh, partnered with some retailers in the U.S. so we'll get our hands on some more but the moral of the story is buy sunscreen in South Korea. You got Beauty of Joseon. Yep. Okay. I got Beauty of Joseon. Obviously, like, if you're in Korea, you got to buy the Sulawasu. Hera. Um, what else? Peripera. What other brands? Well, obviously, you have to go to Dental Monster and pick up some sunnies. That's fashion, but... And then, you know, all the, all the faves, like believe, get some treatments, get some treatments, just have a blast and take me with you. Take we will have with you. all of Sarah's recs on our shop, my shelf. So if you're like scrambling to write down these things, yeah, you can just click in our, notes I will section, create a list, the shop, this episode, and you can go ahead and shop that way. I will say that Glow Recipe is not available in Korea. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think it's available there. They're not because they they are Korean-inspired American beauty. They're not Korean beauty. Um, so you'll have to buy that. Well, you can buy it at Sephora. But um, thank you to them for taking me. That was seriously like the trip of a lifetime. And I can't wait to go back. Thank you, everyone, for listening this week. We will be back on Friday with another great guest interview. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Spotify so you don't miss any breaking beauty news or product reviews. And if you want to support us, be sure to follow us at Gloss Angeles Pod on all platforms and join our Facebook group. Plus, find every product we recommend on our website, glossangelespod.com, as well as links to the stories and news we report each week. You can follow us, your hosts. I'm Sarah Tan, that's S-A-R-A-T-A-N, on all social platforms. And I'm Kirby Johnson, K-I-R-B-I-E, on all social platforms.
This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.